everyone. This is Alan Schimmel, MediaOps, people behind DevOps.com, Container Journal, Security Boulevard, and DevOps Chat. And you're listening to another DevOps Chat. I'm really happy to have as a guest for this DevOps Chat, uh, Torin Sandal. And Torin is actually one of the co-founders of the Open Policy Agent, OPA, uh, open source project, which recently came under the guidance management of uh, cloud native computing. So let's uh, welcome Torin. Torin, you there? Hey, Alan. Yeah, great to talk to you. Great to have you here and, and uh, a pleasure to have you, you know, joining us on, on this uh, podcast. Torin, let's first start off with maybe there are people out here who don't know what OPA is, what Open Policy Agent is. Right there's there's some great if, if you go to uh, actually if you go to cncf.io and there's a blog article all, all about it and I'll I'll put it in our show notes. But for those who are following along or listening to this in their car or what have you, talk to us. What what's Open Policy Agent? Yeah, that's a that's a great question and it's a good way to get started. Um, so Open Policy Agent is a uh, domain agnostic policy engine. Uh, okay, so it's general purpose, meaning that you can kind of take it and use it to enforce all kinds of uh, policies and uh, governance regimes across a wide range of technology. Um, so for example, if you want to say that, you know, all of your containers um, have to be sourced from an internal image registry, uh, you can express that kind of a policy with OPA or the Open Policy Agent. If you want to do something like say that, you know, um, certain users can only see certain pieces of data um, served by a microservice, you can also do that with the Open Policy Agent. And if you want to restrict who can SSH into a, into a server or run a pseudo command on a server, you can also do that with the Open Policy Agent. So the idea is that we give people this engine that allows them to unify uh, policy control across um, various pieces of, of, their, of their stack. Excellent. And... You know, it's interesting. I was talking to someone the other day and we were talking about, you know, how does Kubernetes fit into this whole cloud native thing? Because cloud native and the CNCF is, is bigger than just Kubernetes. And they gave me a really good analogy. They said, think of it as like, you know, a, a fleet of warships or, you know, a U.S. Navy fleet. And maybe Kubernetes is the aircraft carrier. But there's more, there's more to the Navy than the aircraft carrier. There's more to a fleet than an aircraft carrier. There's, there's battleships and cruisers and destroyers and subs and frigates and amphibious landing ships. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a Navy expert. But there's, there's all these, you know, different elements that make up the fleet. And it's a huge fleet. And, and so, you know, when I look at OPA, you know, Open Policy Agent, and, and we're going to talk about it you know, joining Cloud Native Computing Foundation, it's yet a, it's, it's a, it's a necessary ship in the fleet, right? That really makes it easier and more practical to use a lot of the, a lot of the tools that are not only in the fleet, but a lot of the commercial tools that it kind of exist on the periphery as well. Is it fair? Absolutely. Yeah. The CNCF is a collection of projects that, um, provide a lot of value within the, the overall ecosystem. And, and there are a few things that um, kind of bind them together, and those are kind of high-level uh, principles. So, you know, they're all open source. 
they are all, um, you know, they're oriented around containers. Um, they're oriented around very dynamic systems that you need to manage um, at scale. And so um, one of the interesting things about a lot of the projects within the CNCF is that they are kind of building blocks that you can think of them as libraries or building blocks for the overall system, right? And so, you know, they integrate together, um, you can plug them into other systems uh, and so on. And so that's, that's how we kind of look at OPA. That's how we think about OPA is as a building block or as a library for, you know, enabling rich fine-grained control across a variety of um, parts of your, of, your, of your environment. Absolutely. And, and yeah, and, and so policy um, is particularly important when you start to talk about adoption of technology within, you know, large organizations, right? As, as Kubernetes has matured and enterprises have really started to, um, you know, run with it and, and deploy, you know, real production workloads um, on top of it, they've recognized the need for, you know, not just simple, you know, best practice kind of security measures, but much more sophisticated and rich and fine-grained um, rules or in constraints um, that need to be enforced in the system in order to keep everybody safe. And so that's where OPA fits into Kubernetes. Absolutely. You know what I, I realize, and I, I apologize, I didn't do a good, I really didn't do a good job of letting you give it, introduce yourself to our audience on, on top of it. <laughs> so, Torin, in, okay. I, I apologize. In addition, in addition to you being one of the co-founders of the project, why don't you share a little bit what you do in your day job and the rest of your life? For sure, yeah. So I think um, what's relevant here is that I'm, I'm the co-founder of the Open Policy Agent Project. I'm also a software engineer at a startup called Styra. Um, we're, the, we're the makers of the Open Policy Agent. We founded the project about three years ago, a little over three years ago, actually. And, and yeah, and so we're kind of like the stewards of the project today. Um, that said, we're starting to see a lot more people from the community kind of come in and start contributing to uh, Open Policy Agent and, and related kind of projects in the ecosystem. So that's sort of what I do. I, 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 my focus is, is kind of on Open Policy Agent, but I'm, I'm super interested in, in the overall cloud-native ecosystem and security and policy and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, and, and I should also mention, I'm, I did a terrible job laying this one out, Torin, I apologize. We should also mention that the big news coming out, I, I guess it was this week, uh, or maybe late last week, was that uh, OPA, uh, Open Policy Agent, has now become or come under the auspices of the Cloud Native Computing Foundation, CNCF. And That's right, yeah. So um, we, we actually, we joined the CNCF as a sandbox tier project last year uh, in, mm -hmm. in 2018. Um, OPA was added into the, sand, the CNCF sandbox. So the CNCF has multiple tiers and um, right now there's Sandbox, Incubation, and Graduated. And so um, this year, uh, basically they do a review of projects, you know, every year and, and they check in on how the projects are doing and how they're growing and how their communities are, are evolving. Um, and that's just, that's just useful, right, to kind of maintain kind of, you know, good hygiene within the ecosystem. Um, but this, this time around, we felt that, um, everybody kind of felt that OPA was growing quite a bit and it kind of deserved to move up to the next level um, incubation within the CNCF. And so the move from, you know, sandbox to incubation is really a reflection of the progress that we've made over the last year um, in terms of both production users um, as well as, you know, proof of concepts and, and, and integrations and, and like new external contributors joining the project. Got it. And, and you know, I, I will just mention that, you know, the CNCF has really done an amazing job of, of shepherding these projects from sandbox into incubation and then from incubation into graduation i 
I, I forgot the number, if it was five or six projects they've graduated now. Yeah, I think there's about five graduated projects today. You know, Kubernetes is, is one of them. It's kind of one of the flagship projects, mm -hmm. um, and there are others. And, and so, yeah, so they're really doing a good job of curating a, you know, uh, a, a very important set of, of building blocks, like I said, that are going to help organizations, you know, get to cloud native. So let me ask you a question, and I, and I think this is something our audience would really enjoy. How did you, as a co-founder of the OPA project, Right. What what was your sort of motivation for for, you know, bringing it under bringing it under the CNCF? So, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, what we what, what, what we found was that after, you know, we, we like the project had been around for over a year uh, or rather over almost two years, I guess. Um, and we, we found with talking to, to users and potential users, was that they, they, they wanted to see OPA um, as part of a kind of vendor neutral organization, right? So Styro, the company that I work for, um, had kind of built OPA and, and it's been open source since day one, but people really like to see these kinds of projects, these kinds of core um, infrastructure components, um, you know, a little bit decoupled from like say any particular organization. Mm -hmm. And so- Well, not decoupled from any particular organization. Decoupled from any one particular vendor. One vendor, yeah. Sorry, one one vendor. vendor yes, right? and so and so we we you know we looked around and and we looked at the CNCF and we we really liked what they were doing and we figured that that was the right place for OPA to be. So you know the CNCF basically provides us with this kind of vendor neutral home for the project and it allows us to kind of create a rallying point around policy in the cloud native ecosystem. So that that was the main high level motivation for joining. CNCF. Got it. It makes perfect sense. I mean, I, I, I've got to tell you, you know, I don't know if you're familiar, but recently, recently the, the CNCF launched, uh, not the CNCF, excuse me, the Linux Foundation, right, which is kind of the parent to the CNCF, right? Right, yes, yes. Launched another foundation called the CD Foundation, Continuous Delivery. Yes, yes. And um, CloudBees, uh, the folks at CloudBees and the Jenkins project was given under to the CD Foundation. Jenkins, Jenkins X, Netflix put in Spinnaker, and Google put in, I, I forget its name now with a T. Um, uh, Tecton? Tecton. They, they put, you know, threw Tecton into the thing. And I, and I had a good chance to uh, interview some of the CloudBees folks with this. And I, you know, I asked them the same kind of question I just asked you. And, and, you know, and, and, and the, it was a very similar answer that not only do end users perhaps shy away from a single vendor supported project, but it's very hard for a project to break out of that mold and get other vendors or, or you know, talented other vendors to, to contribute because they think they're doing it for the benefit of one of their competitors. So by, by putting it under a, a neutral party like this, you know, not only is it more palatable to your end users and to the community as a whole, but it's especially more attractive to the, that segment of the community that are made up of vendors. And whether you hate vendors and you think they're all commercial slime who sold out to the van or not, the fact of the matter is 
those are the people who have the resources to put into these projects and to move the needle and to keep that ball moving forward and push the rope up the hill and all of that. So can't live with them, can't live without them. And this is a great kind of middle ground. That's yeah, my- that, that's, a, that's a good point. And I think that, you know, what we're starting to see are more and more security vendors um, getting interested in OPA or open policy. I like to call it OPA. It's hard to hard to call it OPA when you've got that OPA word that you can use. But anyway, um, so, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so we're seeing more and more security vendors get interested in OPA and, you know, that is going to be instrumental in the long run to, to achieving the goal of unifying, you know, policy control across you know, a number of different systems, right? It, there's never going to be one vendor that, that rules everything. And it's, there's always going to be like an, an amalgamation of, of different technologies. And so, um, you know, the best that we can do, I think is, is provide it, that provide this building block that can be embedded um, all over the place. And that has like the fundamental, you know, kind of groundwork that enables unification. So very, very exciting times. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you now to put on your entrepreneur's hat, right? As a co-founder of your company as well. And let, let's look at it, Torin, from that point of view. How is how we, how is this helping? And I'm I'm not familiar with your company, so I'm going to apologize in advance. Say the name for us again. Oh, sorry. The, the name of the company is Styra. How do you spell that? S T Y R A. Got it. So how does this help Styra? That that's a great question. So yeah. So when the when the founder, I'm not I'm not a founder of Styra. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, a, okay. an employee uh, at Styra. But anyway, um, when when the founders of Styra, you know, started the company, um, one of the things that they, you know, observed was that uh, in order to like unify um, enforcement of policies across a wide range of technology, um, there would need to be kind of like a, a language-based approach applied to the problem domain. And so that's one of the things that the open policy agent provides. It gives people this like high-level declarative language that they can use to codify um, uh, policies. And, and so that was, kind of, that was kind of recognized as something that would be needed. And what you quickly kind of, or the conclusion you quickly arrived to is that, you know, in, in 20, you know, this was in 2016, 2015, and what, you know, the, even to, more so today, it's true, but what you quickly arrive at is the realization that, you know, that, that kind of a technology needs to be open source, right? It, it's, it's, it's unlikely that, you know, organizations are going to want to adopt a, you know, proprietary closed source language. It's just, it's just not, going to happen. And so right from the very beginning of the company, it was recognized that, you know, a, an important part of the technology was going to be open source. And so that's how, that's how the kind of project sort of got, 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 got started. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but a little Styra background, Styra's venture backed or bootstrapped or yeah, we're, we're venture backed. And, uh, you know, we recently did a bit of a launch at, at the RSA conference uh, a few weeks oh. ago. And so that was that was very exciting. Yeah. And so, you know, you can think of Styra as a control plane for policy. So OPA kind of acts as the as the data plane, right? It's this thing that you can embed into applications, you can embed it into Kubernetes, you can put it all over the place. But um, what you what you then what you need is also the ability to kind of 
manage those OPAs that are running all over the place. And this is what we see with, you know, within the OPA community, the people that are using OPA, building it into their systems, companies like Netflix that have built an internal security platform around OPA. What they've ended up doing is, is creating, you know, a, creating a, a centralized, you know, management plane for, for policy and for security. And so that's what we're doing at Styra is we're helping people kind of think about, you know, distributed enforcement of policy and centralized management of, of policy. So we're focusing today on, on Kubernetes and, and you can check out the website. We've got a bunch of information on there. Um, but yeah, that, that's, a, that's the high level. Excellent stuff. As a matter of fact, just looking at the website, I, I didn't realize this, but Steyr is Bill Mann's company. That's correct. Yeah, he's the CEO. Yeah. So just to show you how old I am, I know <laughs> Bill Mann a really, really long time. Like I remember the day he joined CA. Bill, um, Bill knows a lot of folks. Yeah, yeah, he gets around. Bill's been around, but so have I. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, you know. Yeah. Hey, we're still kicking. So, yeah. you know Bill, I said hello. He'll, he'll, he'll get I'll a couple of Yeah, and we've got a great founding team. Uh, there are some of the folks that uh, did NYSERA, uh, which was one of the very, you know, basically the first SDN kind of company, right? That yeah, got a I remember that one as well. Yeah, so we've got a we've got a deep uh, deep background within the security and policy space, and we're kind of taking that and, and really you know bringing it into the cloud native you know ecosystems. Very cool. You know, I don't want to make this about Styra because we really want to concentrate on Oprah and CNCF. <laughs> but maybe we'll we'll tell Bill. Maybe we'll schedule something a second one, and we'll talk. We'll dive more into Styra. Yeah, that would be great. You guys are going to be at KubeCon in Madrid. Or, I mean, in Barcelona. We are going to be in, in KubeCon, yes, at, uh, in Barcelona in May. There are going to be a bunch of talks about Open Policy Agent. Uh, there's going to be, I think, there's, I think there are at least three or four sessions um, that are happening. There's also a little thing called Cloud Native Rejects the weekend before. These are the talks, like the B-Sides talks, basically. Yes. Or, well, that's or, how uh, Security B-Sides started. Yeah, exactly. And so there's going to be a session there about um, with, with OPA content in it. So, yeah, it's going to be a great... Event. And of course, we're going to have a Styra booth at, at, uh, at the so event. We, so. we will have a, uh, you know, Digital Anarchist is our video platform. And we'll have a Digital Anarchist uh, set there where we'll be doing videos. So be sure, we'll, we'll talk offline, but we'll, we'll get you guys in for a video. We'll, we'll follow up more. Perfect, yeah, that. looking forward to it. So is there a timeline for graduation from incubation at CNCF or that's kind of open? It's, it's open. So, you know, they do a yearly review of the project and it, it's kind of up to, you know, the community and, and CNCF and, and everybody to kind of decide when that's right. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, right now, uh, you know, so one of the main criteria for graduation is around external contribution. And so, you know, over the next year, we'll see how external contribution around OPA um, evolves. And, and if it's, you know, if, it, if it's in the right place, then we'll, we'll go ahead with that. But we're really happy right now just with the move to, to incubation because it brings more visibility to the project. It lends more credibility to the project, you know, in addition to all the people that are using it in production, um, having it, you know, more prominently, you know, represented within the CNCF is great. So we're, we're really happy with where we are uh, today. Fantastic, man. Hey, Torin, I, I had promised you uh, we'll do this in 15 minutes and that was 25 minutes. <laughs> so um, I, I apologize for running over, but I thought we had a good conversation here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, Alan. Yeah, I appreciate the, the time to talk about OPA and, and Styra. And oh, it's really my pleasure. I'd like yeah. to, uh, we'll continue this at maybe KubeCon in May, but be before we sign off, so Styra is styra.com, S-T-Y-R-A.com. 
the OPA, the OPA project, right, is yep. openpolicyagents.org. That's correct, yep. And, of course, you can find more information on it at the cncf.io site, right? For Absolutely, platform. yeah, and it's on GitHub, and, and we also have a blog. If you go to blog.openpolicyagent.org, you can find out more there. Um, so, yeah, um, check good it out. Stuff, and, uh, yeah. It's all good. Hey, Torin Sandal, co-founder of the uh, OPA Open Policy Agent Project, which is now being incubated by Cloud Native Computing Foundation, as well as an employee at Styra um, for my friend Bill Mann. So <laughs> good to have you on there. Say hello to yep. Bill for me. Best of luck with OPA. Will and, do. Uh, look forward to seeing you in May at KubeCon. Looking forward to it. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, Torrin. Thanks. Hey, this is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com, Container Journal, Security Boulevard. You've just listened to another DevOps chat.